You're listening to an interview recorded at the ICE 2019 conference in Schaumburg, Illinois. Enjoy the program. Have her uh, introduce herself and uh, tell us uh, who she is, where she's from, all that kind of good stuff, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Um, I am Tracy Johnson. I'm from a small district um, about three hours south of here called Rova. So uh, it's five towns together. And so we cover like 280 square miles. And we've had a lot of snow days. Yes. Uh, I teach English and I'm also our social media director. And then I run our Future Ready initiative as well. Yeah, so lots of hats. So lots of hats, yes. yes. <laughs> as, as many of us in technology often do. Actually, not just education in general. Yeah. How many yes. times, you know, some of the hats we take on ourselves and some of them are unfunded unfunded uh, mandated yeah hats. recess duty and everything <laughs> yes, so. exactly. luckily for me all my hats have been chosen so. oh, oh well, there you go <laughs> yes. that's great so um what brings you to ice this year what what are you really looking forward to um well i'm presenting mm -hmm. a couple different times so okay. so that that's fun and then um, really for me the my favorite part of being here is the networking with other people and yeah, meeting yeah. people it's like uh, you know, when you're, especially in a small school, sometimes you kind of feel like you're on an island. Yeah. When you come here, it's everybody's excited and everything's innovative and new. And so it's a really great way to refresh, us, especially this year with all the snow days. It's been kind of a bummer. And uh -huh. so coming and getting to be refreshed again is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it does fall. It's, it's rather cold. So. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what I said. I, I've never been to a more appropriately titled conference in my life. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sitting here cold right now. I know. So. Right? Yeah, it's a little freezing out here. So let's talk about your session. Um, what are you presenting? Okay, so t today's the one I'm really excited about. Uh, yeah. It's called Not Your Grandma's Lit Class. Um, and so I, I kind of started it smaller. Last year I did a unit called Not Your Grandma's Book Club with my kids. And so the idea was we read a book, but uh, all the activities were things that you wouldn't expect. You know, they all had technology involved in them, um, really trying to get them to realize that reading a book can be, there, there's so much more you can do with it. Uh, and then I just kind of expanded that into the entire class. I teach honors kids and, you know, we have the SAT and there's a lot of pressure on testing, but that doesn't mean that you have to make it boring, um, right. you know, and that they have to come and think, oh, this is English class. We're going to read about a bunch of dead white guys. And, and so I, re I, mean, I really tried to change that perception of the class. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So um, any other sessions you're doing here besides that one? Uh, yeah. So then tomorrow, um, my superintendent and then one of my former students and I are presenting on social media. So we implemented a social media intern program. Oh. And so our first intern now is majoring in the communication and social media. And so she goes to Butler University and she's actually here at ICE. She is the um, social media intern here at ICE. Oh, nice. And so we're gonna talk about building a program that is student led. Yeah. Uh, and then on Thursday, I'm, um, I'll be doing our ISTE certification all day. Oh, um, yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'm gonna sit on a panel where we're talking about scaling innovation at every level. So um, I'll be with other people who, you know, from other districts who have larger districts and then our tiny district and how do you scale it for every level. That's yeah. really awesome. Well, and I think that's so important um, because a lot of times you have smaller districts who look at larger districts and say, you know, well, of course they can do that. They're large and they got all the money in the world and da 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 da. There's no way I could implement that. To be able to say, no, no, we're small. You know, we're we're a smaller district, and it's not about doing the same thing. It's about implementing the same ideas but at the scale at which you currently operate yes and that's exactly um, 
it really bothers me if I hear somebody say, well, that's a suburban school and we can't do that because, you know, my answer is why Why not? Why can't we do that? Yeah. Um, I say sometimes that we are geniuses at hacking things, you know, the things that we can't afford because the budget doesn't allow us mm -hmm. to. Uh, I, I never say we can't afford that or we're not going to do that. I say, yeah. how can we do it? We can look at grants. Um, we can look at scaling it to, to fit what we need, but um, I, I just think it's really important that rural schools understand that it, you don't, it doesn't have to be an excuse. So I mean, budget is hard, but it doesn't have to be an excuse. Yeah. Right. Well, and then the other side of that, uh, in, in, in our experience, we, we come from very small rural areas in South Arkansas. Um, and so sometimes what we have found, though, is that when we're having conversations with larger districts, there are some things that, because of that innovation, uh, where you know we might have to kind of work around some of the limitations of being in a small place, um, we come up with a solution that a larger district goes, we never thought of doing it that way, or man, that's awesome, you know, and, and all of a sudden, the the small districts find a way to connect with the larger districts that the larger districts, well, really, that no one involved really expected it to happen. Right, right, yeah. uh, and, and I have seen that in a smaller district, we can move a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's not as many people to get on board in a smaller district. My, right. you know, our entire staff is 60 people. Okay. And so if you can get 60 people on board, you can just start going. Mm -hmm. uh, once we decided, when we started Future Ready, um, it was like we just haven't looked back. And it's what's next. And everybody's always asking what's next. And I, I think that's great because in a larger district, there's a lot. There are a lot more stepping stones that you have to do that we can move together as a group a lot quicker. Yeah. So yeah. in in your, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back now and not in, in your not in grandma's lit class. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you uh, do some really cool innovative stuff there? Uh, and let's kind of talk about that. Do you do you touch on social media? Do you touch on making a 280 character Twitter uh, uh, post and things like that? Yes. Yeah, so um, one of the things that I've really loved doing is having. Twitter chats with my students on uh -huh. there. Uh, so we take whatever book we're discussing and I ask the questions and then they have to respond back and just like an education chat with the Q1, A1 format. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. so they do that and we talk about literature and what I love is that students who don't want to talk in class will. I had a student actually, we had a snow day, so we had a Twitter chat in lieu of a face-to-face -face conversation and he texted me when he was done and said, I think that's the most engaged I've ever been in a discussion. And it was because he had time, you know, the question was there, but then he had time to think about it and put it out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I, to me, I, we've done some where we are face to face and I just say no talking. We're just going to, we're, you know, we're going to pretend we're not in the same room and we're going to do this Twitter chat because I think it's good for them to see how you can connect to people yeah. through social media that way. Yeah. So have yeah. you noticed students, so, you know, when you have to craft a, 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 tw a tweet response, you really have to craft it to get your point across. Do you find it where students who craft that perfect Twitter response and then it actually helps their, they, they actually blow up writing wise. They realize I want to write more. I want to not just write 280 characters. I want to write, you know, a short story. Have you, have you seen that happen? I would say I haven't seen um, it, it with the, like a creative, like writing a short story, but yeah. more getting, using their voice. Uh -huh. um, so that, you know, when they see that, they can craft something that's 280 characters and people listen and people comment. I see students wanting to get more involved in uh, current events and using Twitter or using larger argumentative pieces to have a voice in the current discussions that are going on. 
And it's something we talk about all the time, you know, in my class that, that I really push. They have a way to be part of the conversation that I didn't have. Um, right. it, and so it's just a new way to get out there and participate that is very new. And yeah. who knows what's going to come of it, that our students can have a voice at such a young age and really be part of the political and social conversation. Yeah. Well, and, and the by extension, it, it's amazing to me, you know, like I said, we, we didn't grow up this way. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the idea, the, the, the thought that I can craft a response sometimes directly to those people who are in, you know, influencers, those people who are in a particular political arena, and maybe it's an entertainer, maybe it's an author, I, you know, I can, not that he's necessarily going to read it, but I could tweet directly to Stephen King. Mm -hmm. That, think about that, I mean, when I was growing up, that, that was unheard of. Right. I, you know, you had no idea how to get in touch with these folks unless you figured out who their publisher was and their, and their publicist through their, you know, book company in New York or wherever they happen to be and blah, 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 blah. And, and now, you know, you have students who can reach out directly or pretty close to directly to the folks that they want to get their message to. And so where I'm going with all this is by the extension of that, and, and this may or may not be part of the discussion you have with your students, but that whole um, the, the citizenship and yes. understanding of you have a lot of power in that 280 characters that you can throw around good or bad uh -huh. and you have to be careful with what you're doing and that's um so as a certified ISTE trainer one of yeah. the standards is digital citizenship mm -hmm. and um it's something that i've been pushing a lot with my students but every teacher needs to push that that yeah. we you citizenship now is digital citizenship they're yeah. the same because we interact so much in that world that our kids need to realize that you have this power but let's use it for good. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times when people hear digital citizen, they think we, what we should tell kids not to do. Right. And that's not the way I approach it. It's you're going to be there. I know you're there now. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how we can do it so that you're, you're contributing positively to the world and mm -hmm. not negatively. Yeah. So here at the conference, anything you're looking forward to taking back to your team and saying, let's do this? Um, you know, so I've only been to one session so far, but yeah. <laughs> um, he, we've had Joe Sanfilippo come to Rova. He's, we've done a lot with him, and even though I've seen him so many times, I just took um, Instagram. He, yeah. I, I'm not big into Instagram, and yeah. so as our social media director, I, my intern covers it, but we don't do a lot with it. Uh, so I'm really excited to come back and talk to them about how we can now, we, we use Snapchat, we use Twitter and Facebook, so like how can we add Instagram in, in a, yeah. a more active way? Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's, that's great. That's across the board. You know, that's just a hard one to get so many social media outlets. So that's really mm -hmm. awesome. So if our listeners wanted to uh, get in touch with you and find out more and, you know, pick your brain, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, the best way is through Twitter. I'm pretty good at answering that. Uh, so it's at T. Sue Johnson on Twitter. Cool. Awesome. Um, hey, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, Hope you have you a great conference. Hope it was all easy. It yeah. wasn't too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick You've been listening to an interview from ICE 2019 in Schaumburg, Illinois. Thank you for listening.